0: Dispatching workers for the harvest. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, friends. We're moving on today in Philippians chapter 2. Today we're going to be looking at verses 19 through 24. Paul begins talking with the Philippian believers about some of the ministry emissaries he will be sending to them and about his own desire to come and visit with them soon. Uh, So let's prepare to study as we go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word. We pray that you would tune us in to the sound of your voice so we might really meet and engage uh, with you through your word today, O God. Um, Speak to life that which we need most within our hearts, that we might grow to trust you, and that your word might have its maximum impact in us. We ask these things and pray them in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, uh, Philippians two nineteen through 24 I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him who will show genuine concern for your welfare. For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself, because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. And I am confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. So Paul begins this section with an expression of his desire to send Timothy, his apprentice in the faith, uh, a ministry partner, Uh, to be with the Philippian believers as an emissary from Paul. It is likely that when Timothy comes, he'll have some messages for the leaders and the people of uh, Philippians, of the Philippian community uh, when he arrives. In fact, perhaps at his arrival, he would be delivering some of this letter or uh, more of this letter. (laughs) Uh, And Paul's great hope is that... um, he would also be cheered when Timothy comes back to provide news about how they're doing. Again, at every turn, we can see that Paul deeply loves this community of faith and that they're misbehaving a lot less (laughs) than some of the other communities that he uh, founded in Christ. And so uh, he expresses the great joy that he hopes to have when he receives news about them and how they're doing. He says about Timothy that he has no one else like him who will show genuine concern for your welfare. In other words, he doesn't have a ministry partner quite as committed as Timothy to the mission of Christ, quite as committed to the people that Paul has grown to love in these communities where he's established churches across uh, the ancient world. And so he says, hey, Timothy... Uh, is a go-getter. Timothy is really committed to this, um, to this ministry, and I've got no one else like him. And so, in a way, he is um, elevating Timothy's role and importance, so that when they do receive him, it is almost as though they'll be receiving Paul himself. And um, he says, Timothy cares so deeply for you; he genuinely is concerned about your welfare he uh makes a comment here parenthetically in verse twenty one he says "For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ now that is a loaded statement in so many ways. Paul is reflecting on probably many, many people that have come down the pike expressing interest in being involved in the ministry who probably petered out along the way because Uh, The things of life or their own concerns and interests distracted them and pulled them away from the work of ministry. And so um, he says, hey, you know, at the end of the day, uh, what I keep running into are people who are just selfishly doing their own thing and not putting Jesus first. But Timothy has done that. Timothy has put Jesus first. Timothy has put the ministry of the gospel ahead of his own needs. Timothy has put the welfare of others ahead of his own needs. And um, so he's he's saying, hey, this guy's the real deal. Uh, in verse 22, But you know that Timothy has proved himself because as a son with his father, he has served me in the work of the gospel. Paul has grown to love this apprentice because he has been so committed to the way of Jesus and to the ministry of Jesus in the world. Paul says, he's like my son, and he's treated me like his father. And um he has really proven himself a genuine servant of Christ in verse twenty three Paul says, "I hope therefore to send him as soon as I see how things go with me." So Paul is holding back for a little while uh, he's kind of watchful of his own situation. Timothy is useful to him in his current situation in his time of house arrest and facing impending charges and whatever, uh, with the government there in Rome. And so at this point, Paul does not feel quite ready to release him back to the Philippians to check in on them, but he promises that he'll do so soon, uh, as soon as he sees how things are going with him. And in verse 24, he expresses the great hope that he himself We'll be able to come back and visit with them soon. And you can just hear the pastoral and fatherly desire of Paul's heart when he expresses that. He deeply loves these people. And there's quite a deep connection between them. Um, They really took off in the gospel and they're evidently really growing and they're getting it. And so Paul is so encouraged by their growth in the faith, and he desperately wants to check in for himself and see how they're doing. I'm sure there are many, many friends there that he uh, was thinking of when he wrote these words. All right, my friends, um, we too are not on the journey alone. Um, We're part of a community, and we serve linking arms with others. We are mentors and apprentices ourselves. Uh, Most of us are apprenticing under some other mature believer that we spend time with, and uh, many of us are apprenticing other younger believers that we're teaching how to Um, walk as Jesus' disciples. And that's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful part of being part of the family of God. And we're not in this alone. And that's, that's what sticks out for me about this passage today, that we're not in this alone, that we really are in this together. We're better together, stronger together, and that's exactly what Jesus envisioned for the community of the faithful ones. All right, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your day to study. I pray that this is of encouragement to you, and I look forward to studying again together tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.